Let me count. Good evening, Faith Center. Welcome to the Wednesday night Bible study, the midweek Bible study that we go into the word of the Lord with a little more in-depthness uh, than we normally would. Tonight, I know we have been dealing with words, uh, but today uh, I felt led of the Lord to go to the book of Kings. Uh, the book of Kings, chapter 1 through verse number, chapter 11. Uh, some very interesting information in the book of Kings. It's a transformation from King David to King Solomon and then other kings as they were brought on board. But we thank God for King David was through his leadership and guidance and through the word of prophecy that the Lord will always have someone on the throne that was from the lineage of King David. So we thank God for the lineage of King David. For it's through his loins that we have the continuation of kingship. Remember what the word of the Lord said, David was a man after God's own heart. However, we're going to find as we go into these chapters, David did some things that were very suspect and makes you wonder why God says he's a man after his own heart. Although, let me clarify something that that phrase of the man after God's own heart doesn't mean that he was perfect. It just simply means that he sought the heart of the Lord. And so we have in tonight's lesson a man that is filled with faults and challenges and difficulties and yet he seeks after God which is an indication to all of us that no matter what our circumstance, no matter what our situation, no matter what our condition we need to always continue to seek after the will of God. In tonight's lesson, we're going to go into the book of First Kings. And there are several scriptures that we could read on tonight, but we'll only deal with the book of Kings. So if we'll bow our heads in the word of the Lord and seek his face, seek his guidance, seek his direction, seek his blessing, seek his understanding and guidance, then we will be all right. Father, we thank you for our gathering here tonight. We ask our blessings upon us in the name of Jesus. We can do nothing without you. And with you, we can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. So, Father, we thank you for your glory. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your mercy especially the mercy that you showed toward David. 
and we thank you and we praise you. And we give you praise and honor in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And we thank you, Father. Amen. The book of 1 Kings opens with the story of David and how David was getting, was old. Matter of fact, that's what the first verse says. Now, King David was old and stricken in years, and they covered him with his clothes, but he got, but he got no heat. David had gotten to an age and time in which clothes no longer warmed him. David was looking for heat, some physical heat. And so they did some things that are a little suspect to us today, but yet and still, the Bible says David was a man after God's own heart. And he got that title because he sought the Lord. And if you're going to be anything in life, you want to be a person that seeks after the will of God. Seeks after the will of God. You too can be known as a person of man or woman after God's own heart if you seek the heart of God. And that's what it's all about, seeking the heart and the will and the mind and the understanding of God. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, lean not to thine own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path, always seeking after the will of God. Thank God that God is a merciful God. He's a glorious God. He's a joyous God. He's a forgiving God. He's a God that forgives and and we are all giving praise for his forgiveness because that gives us the ability to seek God's forgiveness for all the things that we have done. And then he, in turn, gives us forgiveness. And not only does he give us forgiveness, which is mercy, but he gives us eternal life, which is grace. So God gives us grace to inherit eternal life. And so here we have this opening where David is getting old. Things that used to warm him don't warm him anymore. Come to the end of his journey. And now, he's at the time of his transition. 
And they're coming up with all kinds of ideas and things to do, try to help David in his old age. We're going to find, praise God, that Solomon was not the perfect son, was not the one that everyone felt would carry the throne forward. And he did that. But at the same time, he had some weaknesses. The Bible tells us that Solomon, one of his faults was he loved women. And not only did he love women, but he loved women that were strangers. The Bible called them strange women. They were men, and they were women that came from various religions, ethnicities, and worship experiences. And God is trying to tell Solomon that if you get involved with these strange women and their strange customs and their strange ways, for their ways are not my ways, but if you get involved with them, they're going to turn you away from me, from him, from God. God warns Solomon and tells him that in your old age, these women will turn your head and your mind. And you'll no longer be like your father, David, a man after my own heart. But you'll be a man that's seeking after your own will and your own wisdom and your own guidance and your own direction. And you won't follow after me because you try to please these. These were also daughters of Pharaoh. Pharaoh, of course, did not believe in the Christian, I mean, in the Hebrew way of living. But he sought after the hearts and the mind to please his wife. And when in trying to please his wife and not please God, he found himself in trouble. And you too today, if you find yourself seeking after other things other than God to lead you and direct you and guide you, then you too will be on the pathway of unrighteousness. That's why the Lord says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart, lean not to thine own understanding. In all thy ways, in all thy ways, acknowledge him, seek him, direct him. Not direct him, but seek him and Ask his guidance. Seek his path. Seek his road. Seek the way he would want you to go. 
And if you do that, if you do that, you'll be all right. You'll be as the Lord blessing you, follow the leadership of the Holy Spirit. One thing David said in all of his prayers and desires, whenever he would mess up, he would say, please, don't take your spirit away from me. The worst thing can happen to you is you lose not only your relationship with the Lord, but you, you lose your relationship with the Holy Spirit. And one thing you don't want to do is lose the relationship with the Holy Spirit. That was one thing David sought after and made him a man after God's own heart. But King Solomon was not encumbered by these words of wisdom. He just simply went and did his own thing, sought his own way, and therefore he lost the kingdom. And if you don't seek after the will of God, if you go after your own will, you go after your own way, you'll find out, you'll wind up like Solomon. Even though he was the wisest man considered to be around, when it came to women, he was a foolish man. When it came to trusting in the Lord with all thine heart, and he did not do that. But he looked to his own path. He looked to his own wisdom. He looked to his own direction. And as a consequence, he got off the right path and on the wrong path. And as the prophecy went forth, as they told him, warned him, these women will lead you astray, and they did. They led him astray. There's several instances between chapter 1 and chapter 11 falling away from God and falling away from the leadership of God and falling away from the word of God and falling away from the will of God. So if you ever want to know how to stay on track, go read first few chapters of the book of Kings. You can also read in Deuteronomy. You can also read in Chronicles. And if you get into Chronicles, I'm sure you will find that verse that says, if my people will call by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then shall I hear from heaven. You want me to hear when you cry? You want me to hear? And that's what chapters 1 through 10 are dealing with. Praise God. If someone calls on the name of the Lord and they have repented from their sins, God, I pray that you will hear them. You will hear them. You will 
understand and you'll hear when they call you. You won't turn your head, you won't turn your back, you won't turn your face, you won't turn on them, but you'll turn with them to hear their cry. You'll hear what they have to cry about. Oh, glory to his name. So, glory to God, the word of God is encouraging us in these chapters and warning us in these chapters that we ought to stay steadfast and unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Allow the Holy Spirit to guide us and direct us. Stay with the Lord in all things. Stay with him. You'll be on the right track. Don't allow the enemy to deceive you. Don't allow the enemy to fool you. Don't allow the enemy to dissuade you or persuade you in choosing another path. Choose the pathway of righteousness for his name's sake. Do it because God loves you. Do it because God has had mercy on you. Do it because God has forgiven you. Oh, glory to his name. Much in this, chapters 1 through 11 of the book of 1 Kings, I trust you will read it, you will study it. You'll open up your eyes and your understanding. <clears throat> and you'll know the joy of staying steadfast and being unmovable and always abounding in the work of the Lord. Don't let anything go to your head. Don't let anything go beyond God's glory. Seek his face. Stay humble before the Lord. Pray and ask God's leadership and guidance. And do like David said, above all, Father, please don't take your spirit away from me. God wants you to have his spirit, to keep his spirit. And by keeping his spirit, you'll keep his will. Because that's the will of the Lord, is to do what God's spirit directs you to do. Pleasing in the sight of the Lord. Don't allow the enemy to think that you can outsmart God. Or you can outplan God, or you can outthink God, or you can out strategize God. Remember, only what you do for Christ will last. Remember, God is your refuge, God is your source. Remember, God is keeping you. 
that it's because of his will and his graciousness, his kindness, his mercy, that you're living each day that you're living. We owe God thanksgiving. We owe God the beauty of holiness. We owe God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. And as we come to chapter 12, I'm not going to go through them, each one of them individually, 1 through 12. Like I said, you can take your time and read them and study them, and I trust you will. Chapter 10 deals with the Queen of Sheba. She comes to hear and see for herself this glory that has been transformed upon this King Solomon. His reputation is gone out before him. And the Queen of Sheba is impressed. Not only is she impressed by what she's seen, but she's impressed by the character of the people that are with him. They're not doing lip service. They're not doing service to him just because he's king. But they're doing it because they genuinely love him. And that's what will happen to you when you really do what the Lord tells you to do. People will genuinely love you. People will give to you, share with you of their bountiful blessings because of your genuine spirit, your genuine heart, your loving kindness, and your tender mercies. Oh, bless his name. Thank you, Lord. But we ought to give God some praise. We ought to give God some glory. We ought to give God some thank you. Just to say, thank you, Lord, for your goodness. Well, he didn't have to do it, but he did. He didn't have to bless you, but he did. He didn't have to forgive you, but he did. He didn't have to give you life everlasting, but he did. So, Father, we thank you today. Never think that your goodness and your kindness, your glory, is the reason for your blessing, being blessed. Give him the glory, give him the praise. Chapter 11 tells you about the downfall of Solomon, how he loved strange women. And how the nation went after these strange women and their gods. Bad enough, they went after the strange women, but they then, they left their true God and went to the only wise God, the only living God. And as a result, they had to fight battles that they didn't prepare to fight. And you too will fight battles you are not prepared to fight if you don't stay with God. Oh, bless his name. And even in all of this pronouncement, Solomon's unwise decisions, 
God still had mercy on him. God says, I'm going to take away your kingdom, but I won't do it in your day. I won't do it in the time in which you can see it. But I'll do it afterwards. I'll have mercy on you. God still has mercy and kindness and forgiveness for us today. So, Father, today we thank you and we praise you. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for your guidance. Thank you for your ordering of our steps. Lead us and guide us. Direct our path, we pray. Let us not stray from the way that you would have us to go. But let us follow in your path, in your footsteps. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your word tonight. The book of Kings. Kings, Kings, Kings. You think they'll be wise and full of wisdom. And this king was the wisest of them all, yet he didn't have the wisdom needed to stay on the pathway of righteousness for his name's sake, for your name's sake. And God, may we always keep and stay on the pathway of righteousness for your sake. We pray his prayer in Jesus' name. Thank God. Amen, amen, and amen. Well, it's offering time. Trust and pray that you're praying for families that have lost loved ones. Hope you're still praying for Sister G. You'll hear more about this as we get more information on it. But thanks be to God gives us the victory every day. Thank you, Father. For which we give you praise in Jesus' name. And may we be strengthened in the Lord, the power of his might. May we not always lean to our own, but trust in you. Trust in you. Seek our direction from you. Seek our guidance from you. Seek our face. Seek your face. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Thank God. Amen and amen. Well, praise God. Whatever method you're choosing to give is on the screen. Feel free to give unto the Lord. As the Lord has prospered you and blessed you, Lift that offering up unto the Lord and repeat after me. Father, this is my seed that I now deposit into your kingdom. It represents my love and devotion that I have towards you. 
I thank you for this opportunity to sow into your kingdom, and I do this with joy and thanksgiving. I believe that this seed that I now deposit into your kingdom will bring to me a great blessing, great reward. Oh, glory today. And with that blessing, oh God, I'll be able to sow again into your kingdom. I give you thanks for this opportunity. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray and we thank you. Amen. Amen. Well, allow the Lord to lead you and guide you, Lord, and direct your path, whatever the method is. And Thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name, amen.